You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. And we are here for season seven. Can you believe it? I actually can. (laughs) The amount of work that we put in, it's actually, yeah, it's believable. And there are six seasons before us. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) News to you. So firstly, we want to give a huge thank you to all of you for your love and support in 2023. And a big, big thank you to everyone who tagged us on their Spotify rap. It warms our little whore hearts so much. (laughs) Yeah, it was really weird seeing us like next to really well-known podcasts and obviously I know that doesn't mean that we're like up there with them but just that people choose to listen to them and us is like really I don't know it was kind of fun to see that's a terrible advertisement for us or a horrible good one <laughs> how did um, we get here <laughs> how do we do this so undeserving um no, nay, nay, well, I did not say that us. okay thank you we're known thank you uh no that was yeah it was really cool to see you up with like Joe Rogan and yeah <laughs> which like I mean pretty same playing field yeah, <laughs> yeah. really same level <laughs> Not quite the same money, but that's okay. Um, we, also, this season, we have some amazing sponsors they are going to hear about more at the end of the show. Uh, Levian Lashes, Studio X, Model Express, Intimo, amazing, amazing companies that have partnered up with us for this season. And we'll give you guys all their information and all the ways that you can benefit from them at the end of this episode. So make sure to listen to that. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, before you forget, hit that little star button. We really appreciate it. Um, it really helps us out as well. Yeah, and if you guys uh, post us on your Instagram stories, 50 plus a tip pod, I will repost you and send you a loving message. Easy, then... right? Easy peasy. <laughs> so simple. Okay, I think that's pretty much all the housekeeping. We've been gone for quite a while, I feel like. Was it October? It must have been around then because we didn't. Yeah, it must have been before Halloween, I think. Was it really? Was it really that long? I think so. Let's say. Yeah. yeah. Let's say it's been like. Few months now, so give us some life updates. What's been uh, what's been going on with you? I know I have like such a long list. I have to like I cut know. it down a bit. <laughs> um, what's been going on with me? I mean, just enjoying the holiday season. Really, I mean, we were both in exams, which was pretty um, intensive for both of us. Mm-hmm. And then I Ugh, did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then I did um, a couple long shifts and absolutely ruined my liver. And then <laughs> I honestly, I took two weeks off just. Uh, hanging about and yeah not really doing anything I've been reading I've finished like four books this year already um and we are now both back in uni nice and of those four books any ones you'd recommend um yeah I just finished the audiobook that you recommended to me actually and let me just pull up the author as well uh The Housemaid by Frida McFadden Mm-hmm. I know it has two, one or two sequels as well. I, I haven't read them. I'm not really interested in reading them. I thought it was kind of a nice wrap up of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I also finished The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. And I was like kind of underwhelmed by it, by how much I've seen kind of on book talk and Instagram about that book. I just kind of didn't love it. Honestly, I'm starting to look at book talk as like, Things, to, things avoid. to avoid. <laughs> yeah. Good. And you know why? Colleen, Colleen Hoover. Hoover. <laughs> yeah. If you want sponsors, Colleen. <laughs> I love partner. your books. <laughs> love your writing style. <laughs> I remember being elementary school. <laughs> Stop. It's fucking terrible. Um, um, and yeah, I've just started the Unhoneymooners that you also recommended to me. Basically, you're my, my book talk. <laughs> Am I your book talk? I am enjoying the honeymoon. Un- un- honeymooners, very cute. It's mm-hmm. very like cheesy. It's about like them all of a sudden honeymoon in like a tropical place, and it's giving like the warm feels when it's like so fucking cold here in Canada. That and I, I was just telling our um, amazing friend here, get ready sound, that um, I think we jinxed us saying like all Christmas time we were like it's so like it's been so brisk like we're so like or like. Um, mild, like mm-hmm. we're so like lucky. Such a chill summer or it's like Christmas, whatever. Winter, <laughs> where okay? are we? <laughs> Having a stroke, and then uh, now it's like minus whatever. It's like minus 30, 40 in Alberta. Like yeah. totally jinxed ourselves. 
Yeah, but it's, I, as I said, it's sunny at least. Like such this a, is, You're such a Canadian now. I know. <laughs> it's, it's not like cold, cold. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I've also read two paper books. There was a series that was really popular in Australia and New Zealand. I don't know if it really made it big here, but it was around mm-hmm. the same time as um, Divergent and Hunger Games and mm. kind of like all that. It's called Tomorrow When the War Began. Oh, my God. I keep hearing about this book from you. <laughs> yeah, but there's seven in the series. I'm up to book three now. Are you going to do them all? No. Yeah, I booked. I bought the. I booked box them. In. I booked them all. <laughs> yeah, I booked the books. Oh I God, got the I, box in. I'm not a big series fan. Oh yeah, you know I, like I get it out. I like yeah. a one book. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually on my fourth book right now too, which is the Unhoneymooners, which I'm enjoying. It's supposed to be turning into a um a movie or something. That's why I wanted to listen to it because I think that will be I, I like listening to i like watch oh my god what is wrong with me it's um, out of practice yeah beep bop, boop yeah we didn't uh, do our uh, little vocal <laughs> um i like reading a book and then seeing it on screen and seeing like how vastly different my imagination was to like what they put out there um the most recent i did was like the crawdad sing which yeah. i was like my imagination was much better than the movie yeah i made myself uh listen to i didn't read it because i love an audiobook um the ballad of songbirds and snakes by um that one's being a movie susan it is a, already a movie oh okay. so it came out or i knew it was coming out and so i listened to the audiobook before um going to see the movie i think they did a really good job um two things one i know you guys come to this podcast to, to ask to my books we're reading <laughs> Welcome, whores. And also, I keep thinking that I'm off screen when I go to suck my <laughs> straw. <laughs> and then yeah, I look is... up, and it's just me getting closer to the camera. <laughs> yeah, so I like suckle this straw. I'm, I'm so sorry. Make some nice edits of that, I think. Thank you for that. I can't wait, can't wait for that with my aggressively curly hair. Um, what else is new and exciting with you? I mean, that's kind of all my life updates. I mean, I'm heading to New Zealand mid um, February. Which I guess is a life update. My uh, during reading week, um, that Friday, my childhood best friend is uh, getting married with the guy that she's been with since we is were. This the girl I know. No, she's been with this guy this since we were. Yeah, this another. I have another friend. <laughs> Just one <Right>. more. <laughs> um, Add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she's been with this guy since um, we were like fifteen or sixteen. Um, and I remember helping her like sneak him into her bedroom. Um, and now they're getting married. I think it's so nice. <laughs> Gross. Uh, <laughs> when actually one of my classes I'm taking this semester is about, um, about marriage, actually. It is called, what was like the actual like class description for it? Um, critical studies of marriage. And it's actually very interesting. And it's, I mean, if people are familiar with like, the studies they've done on marriage previously in like female, male, like cis female, cis male health, um, male or cis males are typically like benefited by marriage mm-hmm. and it's like at, to the detriment of the f- cis female in the relationship. The happiest demographic are single, single unmarried, bitches. unmarried, childrenless yeah. women. Uh-huh. And the happiest demographic for men are married men. Yeah, because we bring joy to all around us. Yeah, well, I think it gives an ode to, like, the emotional labor that. A hundred percent. But, yeah, the class is very interesting. So um, you might want to ask her to Zoom me. I'll give her some advice on why yeah. she shouldn't get married. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sure. That'll be not threatening at all. <laughs> during the wedding, during your speech, you'd be like, I should have a friend who... Yeah, <laughs> if you can just pay attention to this screen, please. I like how these little papers rustling. I'm like, mine, according to my notes. <laughs> um, yeah, your classes sound like a lot more fun than my classes this semester. Are you insane? See, this is why, like, I think our version of fun, like, when you're like, oh, I'm doing math homework, I'm like, oh, I wish. My homework is like reading 350 pages minimum a week on like airy fairy stuff that like really doesn't sit like not doesn't sit with me but it's just like but show me the science show me the facts it's more do they not have facts in science like is don't they have that one does so, like, <laughs> so the critical um analysis of marriage class i it's so funny she was like yeah okay I'll tell this is a science trial, i'll tell you another time off air but <laughs> um yeah you gotta stop telling real professors about the podcast and then subsequent subsequently thank you gotcha um shitting on the class 
You know what? Lucky for me, I actually did shit on her class. Um, she was awesome. May was like, shut up. She was like, oh, one of my, my <laughs> favorite. Because know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually my favorite prof, and she was just, like, super supportive and awesome. I generally, like, loved her classes. Um, and you actually felt like when you left her class, you learned something, mm-hmm. um, which I enjoy. Like, having the fun aspect of it, but still, like, there's some knowledge, like, distribution here, um, which I don't always feel like in classes. Some classes I walk away, I'm like, what the fuck was the point of that? Like, Yeah. I mean, I think... I mean, I, I would definitely not trade my math classes for your classes. I actually do enjoy, like, the subject. I would I, trade me. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I just find that there's, like, those professors just don't have passion. So I find that, like, I mean, because obviously, um, I just find that the lectures are so bland compared to, like, my um, sociology class that I did um, was – she you could tell she was really passionate about like the topics that she was talking about. It made it a lot more like engaging to listen to. Yeah, no, for sure for that aspect for sure. Um, the content I probably like enjoy more in your like I like math. Mm-hmm. I, like I like numbers. Um, but what the hell are you doing in a gender studies women's studies uh, class then? <laughs> because I I know like I just one there's more like. Mm, not versatility, but it, like, spans more things. So when I'm doing my master's, like, I can – any kind of, like, arts program it's going to go with, right? Yeah. Um, also, I'm really good at writing essays. Um, like, yeah. I shouldn't say that now. Wait, I get all my essay marks this semester back. But, like, I'm pretty good at writing essays. So, like, it's a strong – Yeah, yeah. Right? There's a lot of essay writing and paper writing. Um, but – yeah, I have also this semester, like, had in my head that I was like, maybe I'll enjoy these classes more if I'm a bit of, a, like, a devil's advocate. Oh, God. <laughs> so <laughs> I had my class um, the other day, and the class is like, oh, what class is it? It's about, like, sexual autonomy. It's about – what's it? What's the phrase? So it's called mm, – hard to say. It's called something. I see you're a studious uh, <laughs> What class am I in? It's called Topics in Moral Philosophy, Feminist Perspectives on the Self, Sex, and Autonomy. Okay, well, no reason. <laughs> That's the longest title I've ever heard. But I remembered autonomy. And so, like, she was, like, super passionately saying something. And I was like, but what if? And I was like, but what if you're wrong? And I just, like, and, like, to be honest, she kind of, like, well, I can't say she was because she might listen to the <laughs> But it was, like, it and was then her opinion. But then it was actually, like, it was about, like, essay okay so it was like an awkward thing to like play devil's advocate with i was like you know what i'll take i will i will be like the sacrificial lamb and like and then she like didn't really get that i was like kind of giving her like a chance to like do an alternative argument like i was kind of like setting her up for like explaining why that like wasn't right if that makes sense to like Mm -hmm. make the discussion more colorful in my opinion and she's standing there being like i actually don't know why someone's playing devil's advocate i I think she really thought i was like pro essay (laughs) i was like and I, like, raised my hands, like, just, like, heads up. Like, I know that's bad. <laughs> like, I was, like, I'm, like, literally just saying, like, there are people that are fucked up and have this, like, mindset. Like, what's the argument towards them? Like, what would you say? Like, it's easy to preach to people that are on your side of an argument. Yeah. Like, what would we say to these people? And then she kind of took it as, like, I was those people. And yeah. I was, like, I literally, like, raised my hands. Like, I need a class to know that, like, <laughs> I, I don't I'm, condone I don't assault. diddle people. Like, <laughs> Like, I don't condone assault. Like, it was like, then she kind of just looked at me, like, dumbfounded. And I was like, okay, carry on. <laughs> so I look like I'm, like, really, like, dumb protest too much. <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was fun. And then <laughs> the, the night I remember that I wasn't in that class yet. I was on the wait list. And I was like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and then I had to go She's, to, like, bumps you down to the bottom. I had to go up to her after and be like, so I'm actually not near. <laughs> Could you maybe put me in there? And then... She put me in the wrong class. I was like, hey, this is definitely her being like, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you, well, are you in the class now? I'm going to keep showing up. Okay. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm just like, it's a me. <laughs> you know, you are the epitome of that, like, straight white man that sits in the back of the class. And he's taking this class to meet girls and then thinks that they'll really like him if he plays devil's advocate. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's honestly the meanest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever been called. A straight white man? <laughs> Fuck me. I am literally not any of those three things. <laughs> okay, well, the devil's advocate. What if you were? <laughs> I've taught you so well. <laughs> okay. And also, again, I'm glad you guys came here. Let's have book talk and my class recap. But uh, <laughs> we're going real off hinge here. Season seven is going to be a weird one. I can already yeah, tell. I can feel it. Feel it in my bones. Um, okay, my life updates. What's going on with me? 
the uh, fall semester of school was completed and yeah, I did pretty good. I got like a four point yep. something. Um, I like bombed one exam, which I already knew I was going to because I just did not have enough time to like study like the large amount of material it was on and it was worth like 40 something percent which is an obnoxious amount for final exam to be worth yeah. um thankfully i already had like a good standing in that class so, like i still had like an a in that class but it was still like annoying <laughs> i'm like that student's like why didn't i get 100 percent? like i'm yeah, that student when I'm... i didn't try <laughs> okay <laughs> it is funny though how like academia does come like easier to other people even though like you're also a very smart human <laughs> i just have to put in about 10 times the amount of work <laughs> No, but you're, like, you're actually, like, you are smart. Just, like, textbook stuff just takes you a little bit. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, schools never come easy to me. But what I make up, uh, what I lack in, oh <laughs> what I Sound lack in brains, <laughs> I make up for in attempts. <laughs> make up for effort. That's true. And I do not. <laughs> and my mom and daddy always say, like, what have you actually tried? I was like, you <laughs> Yeah. You know what the thing is, like. Math never came easy to me. Statistics did, but math didn't. And in your my last year of um, uh, high school, you either do pre-calculus or you do statistics. Like, they're separate for us. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I did statistics, and I got, like, a really high stats, yeah, yeah. really high grade in the class. And so when I, like, decided to move into statistics from communications, um, I had a very rude awakening that I would have to – start from pre-calculus and go all the way up to like calculus three and then do linear algebra and all of these things that really didn't come naturally to me just so mm -hmm. I could also do the statistics side of it mm -hmm. and so here we are here we are suffering through <laughs> but it is my last semester very exciting so <laughs> fingers crossed I think this is my 10th last semester <laughs> like I keep adding more semesters yeah yeah, that was me for sure. I was like, took some time off. Like I took a year off. I took a semester off to go to New Zealand. And then I just the line kind of kept getting further and further away. And so it like ha didn't really occur to me that I would have a last semester. Yeah. I mean, I think like obviously we talked about this before, like you and I privately as well, like our work for most people, I like advise them to like get in the workforce as soon as possible in your field. Like ideally, mm -hmm. it's not realistic, obviously, for a lot of people, but in our situation, because the workforce is, like, um, an inverted triangle, yeah. like, the most when you first start, typically, and then as you get older and wrinklier, and <laughs> typically, saggier. <laughs> typically, you'll make, and, like, you just burn out, like, you, like, make less and less and less. Yeah. And the, and the industry isn't as good. As and that's not always true for people. I know that, like, girls who have been in the industry for 10, 12 years are making more than they did when they started. But it's just yeah. you have to put in more work. Yeah. And I think, like, especially when you get to, like, your, like, later 30s, 40s, mm -hmm. like, I think that you're, like, you're going to have to put that after and then a 20, bouncy little 20-year-old won't have to. Yeah. But I also think that, you know, the people who make it are the people who, like, really practice and hone their skill. 100%. And I think a lot of people who don't make it to that mark never did that. You know, they just said the same lines and did the same things as when they did when they started because it was easy and it was good – not easy, but, like, quick and it was good money for yeah. the amount of effort they were putting in. And then as they got older and wrinklier and saggier um, and new kind of, like, 21, whatever, 2021-year-olds 20, came in, they were doing the same thing but at a disadvantage now. And so I think if you can hone your skill and, like, improve your hustle, it's – yeah, you won't have that sort of, like, downward triangle effect. Yeah. Um, also, I think, too, it depends on, like, what your selling feature are. Like, you're a very, like, young girl next door. That's not going to work when you're 45. <laughs> like, I'm the young, like, <laughs> someone's niece. They're, like, I'm still saying I'm 25. <laughs> They're, like, let it go, Riley. Um, so, yeah, for you, I was, like, honestly, like, yeah, I know, like, the idea of, like, we need to finish our school. I fucking did that mm -hmm. for my first two. But um, for you, like, because you have a job where the pay is, like, more than you probably will make when you get your full-time actual, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> actual job. Actual job. My like, big sarcasm. My big girl job. Yeah, my real girl job. Um, Like, make as much money as you can. Oh, yeah. In school. Everyone's asking what I'm going to do when I, like, graduate in the summer. And I'm like, I'm going to be a stripper with a degree. What do yeah. you think? <laughs> I'm going to be Danica. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Um, okay, so, yeah, for December... We made a really good effort of going out every second Thursday. Mm -hmm. We made a little more than that. Yeah, we um, did because, for sure. We made a real good, good effort because we're both like can be pretty big homebodies when we're not working, and um, obviously like wanting to like do all the Christmassy stuff. 
So we were each other's dates for like a bunch of Christmas events. And we brought some dates with us. We brought some clients with us. <laughs> dragged some clients with us too. And uh, so that was super fun. We got some like chance to like dress up, be cute. Went to the work party. We haven't had like, I don't, can't remember last time I had like a stripper work party. I mean, one club that I used to work at did do a work party just for like those, like that group. And also because they have more of a house, like have house girls, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. rotate. They're not really on the circuit. Um, but yeah, for like all of us, never. No. Um, I was at like a brunch prior to that was like from like one to six. So like I know, I picked you up, you were chevasty. Yeah. And like I mean, being like not a big heavy drinker, like it's pretty easy to like get wasted very easily. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, sure, I'll have a shot. And they're like, we <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to the work party and you can clearly see that we were a little tipsy from like our attempt at a cheers. Like <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the video? Yeah. It was very fun. And then I brought my poor friend with me. And he was just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> it was very funny. What else has been up to? Um, went to ladies' night. To we see did. male strippers, yes. which we had never done before. And we saw some lovely gentlemen. Shout out to the boys at Brandy's. They did a great job. We both got... Pulled up on stage. I know. I mortified. I mean, there's a good reason that you're not allowed to take videos at that point. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and I think it's for the woman. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, the way he almost pulled your fucking extensions out. Oh. <laughs> I, if I had been wearing my wig, gone. <laughs> it was too good. We were dying laughing. And then, yeah, I showed to Dakota Steele. And Bradley Love wasn't there. We were hoping to see you. We'll have to come back and see you next time. And um, who was the other lovely Dallas. Dallas Star? I think so. That sounds right. He was lovely as well. Um, And there was another gentleman too, but I'm not sure of his name. Trey? Trey does sound right. Yes. Yeah. Big fan. Big Big, fan boy. Big boy fan. fan. Uh, Uh, Dallas Lone Star. Dallas Lone Star. Yeah, we found the uh, Lone. Lone. Uh, That was really fun. That was a new experience. It was like, you know how like we always- You had the bean, right? God, no. To the male strippers? Absolutely not. That's, no, that's so crazy. Why would you go? <laughs> um, I already really find men attractive. So. I mean, I used to work at the club that they have ladies night Yeah, on, so, so that makes sense that you were there. Yeah, <laughs> and I would come in early. So, like, uh, guys' night starts, like, earlier. And then at 10 or 10.30, I can't remember, uh, they switch over back to girls. Um, so it's not, like, a whole night event. Um, and so I used to come in around, like, 8.39 and get the guys who had like come in and didn't know it was ladies night. And I was like, you come see some vulva. <laughs> I got you. You want some titties? Come, come. <laughs> I'll save you from this penis. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Um, speaking of a man, um, hot mare guy, still hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's still be hotting. <laughs> Stooling all the hot stuff. We saw him recently and he like, we like, Mentioned, I mentioned the podcast, and he's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "I forgot about that." What's it called? I was like, "No, you can't listen." Blocked. And then he was like, "Are you gonna mention me again?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> obviously." And he's like, "Do when guys sleep with you, are they ever worried like you're gonna get to talk with them on podcast?" I was like, first off, I don't sleep with anyone." Yeah, and second of all, they should be worried. One hundred percent, we do. <laughs> so yeah, um, hot America, guy's still hot. Yeah, he still be hot. And for listening, shut up. Um, then speaking of, you know what wasn't. Um, um, how do I segue into this? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah, say no, it. Yeah, no, I think you've done it beautifully. No, I'm just gonna say it. Um, oh, first off, let's also recap that we went to a comedy show and they needed couples to play a game. And obviously, Riley and I are the most coupley couple. Yeah. So we went up and we fucking dominated, won the game. Amazing. But then we had some drinks. No, we're not saying this. <laughs> no, this is really bad. That was bad of us and so bold. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Well, we've started now. So off you go. <laughs> so <laughs> we went to like a little pub after Riley and I. And here's the thing. To preface this, we don't like being spoken to by men. <laughs> we don't like men talking to us. So <laughs> at one point, these guys come up to talk to us. And <laughs> Riley's just staring at them. And then I, and then she looks at me, and, and somehow I knew <laughs> what you were doing. So I was like, "Oh, she doesn't speak." Yeah, I was like, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna fake that I'm deaf, so I don't have to talk to these men." 
And um, it was so cringe. And then you would just look up at them and like pretend you could read their lips. <laughs> and then you would like nod or say no to me. I'd be like, oh, she's okay with that. Oh, no, she's like that. <laughs> And then the funny thing is, is that our drunk asses only started like halfway, halfway through, through. I had literally ordered a drink for both of us at the bar with this bartender and, and then, the then turned around and pretended I was deaf. <laughs> the bartender looking at us like, what the fuck are these crazy bitches? Oh my God. Oh my God. And then Improv, at one point baby. you like pretend you couldn't talk to the bartender and the bartender was like, you just smoked. No, he didn't say anything about it. He was with the, he was with the gag. Okay. Cause I think in his mind, he was like, I don't know. He was playing along and I, it, yes. And you know, <laughs> yes. And improv. Keep it going. <laughs> Um, it was so funny. And then, um, yeah, it was so cute. It was in our head. Yeah. It was really cringe. And unfortunately, like, I live by this bar. So I'm like, I hope to God they, you know, I'm very like, it's hard to find me. I'm really, I really blend into a crowd with my, yeah. <laughs> my pink ass here. And uh, yeah. And um, I never walk that way. <laughs> no. That was bold of us. Thank God I'm not the mute one, though, because... It would take one person to know any any bit of sign or any bit of, like, deaf culture to be like, these Cringe. twats. Yeah. Embarrassing. I, I, my, my cousin is deaf and mute, and I cannot wait to tell her. She'll be like, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> I totally I haven't told her yet, but she's oh going to die when I tell her. She's going to fucking oh, die. Oh, I feel like... I was probably a little bit insensitive to the deaf community, so I'm sorry about that. Oh, my, I don't. I mean, my, I can't speak for everyone, but like my cousin would think it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, Listen, I just didn't want to talk to men. <laughs> yeah, truly. And you know, he learned it does not stop them because <laughs> then they just try to speak they slower just and louder. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. People need to act right. Right. Okay. But speaking of like embarrassing things happened lately, what's uh, how's work been? Are I was gonna say work updates. Here yep. we fucking go. <laughs> I have a list. I think, honestly, this is probably all we're going to have time for in this episode. This is us chit-chatting. <laughs> um, so we told this story a little bit on the podcast uh, before about this lovely gentleman that um, we met in Florida uh, when we were there for our birthdays. And we told him he looked like <laughs> Paul Blatt. The mall cop? And so, and okay, he, but we also have to saying he actually he, he does kind of look like him, but like, tell me that man's not kind of hot. Yeah. And he actually, this guy we we're speaking of, like, let's call him Alan. Yeah. Alan was actually like very funny. Very, I was going to say attractive and very funny. <laughs> Savage. No, he actually was attractive. I thought he was very attractive. No, but like, he had a good sense of humor. Oh, like, it was wicked, never wicked personality. Him. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Paul um, Blart. Yeah. So, Paul. <laughs> So we were chatting to each other and then uh, Danica, you were like, you know who you kind of look like? And he's like, who? And you're like, Paul Blatt? And he goes, who's Paul Blatt? And we go, the, the mall, mall cop. cop. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. It's the stupidest thing that you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, I'm working at the club and it's like five minutes to um, closing. So it's kind of like it's there's no time to sell any dances or anything like that. And this guy comes up to me and he's tall and probably like 26, 27, like attractive, blonde. He looks very Swedish. Um, and he's definitely a finance bro. And he's trying to talk to us. He's annoying the hell out of me. So we're trying to like get him to, uh, you know, tip to, for our time. And, uh, <laughs> he was just, he was talking about his finance bro promotion and he only tipped like $20. I was like, hey, it wasn't that good of a promotion I see. <laughs> or did you get a 50 cent increase? Like, geez. <laughs> um, and anyway, I'm bored of this conversation. I don't want to talk to this man anymore. And that conversation that you had with Alan popped into my head and I turned around to him and I was like, do you know who you kind of look like? And he goes, <laughs> who? And I go, Paul Blatt. And he goes, the mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point i'm in hysterics like i'm like oh, i'm having the best time of my life and and i was like yeah the mole cop and he's like i'm a sexy man you stupid idiot <laughs> and at this point i'm like you know what? that's a double, 
double whammy. One, calling yourself a sexy man, and then this one calling someone a stupid idiot. I'm like crying at this point. I think it's so funny. And like, (laughs) what do you mean? He got a promotion. (laughs) He's a hero. He guards the mob. Oh, oh my god, that. he was so mad. He stormed out. Wait until Alan that Alan will love it. Oh my god, I like. Oh, I'm crying now thinking of it. it was so, he was so mad. <laughs> he should be like, bye, stupid idiot. <laughs> you stupid idiot. Why are men so fragile? <laughs> I was like, oh, what do you mean? Like, he got a promotion. Like, you twins. got a promotion. It's literally twins. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was him when he walked in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was big man. Oh, but I had a good time. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh, I wish you were there. You'd have loved it. <laughs> um, before we also start keep tearing people down, um, we've been uh, we've actually had, I've had some very lovely encounters with uh, listeners of the podcast. I don't think I told you this, but I was working at the club and um, I was in the washroom. And this girl comes up and she goes, "I kid you not." This quote for quote, she goes, "They say don't mean your heroes, but I'm so fangirling." <laughs> and um she's a dancer locally and um, i hadn't met her before and i was like and it's always it is it sounds funny but like people are like oh i love you on the podcast you're like oh fuck yeah. like now what if i'm a cunt oh. or what if i'm like what you if know? you what if i like don't live up to these expectations yeah because i think of the podcast i listen to and the way i feel like i know the list like the, yeah. the podcasters and like the idea of what i have in my head of them like, I'm like, man, that's not really them. I think we're, like, we're pretty on par with, like, who yeah. we actually are. But at work, especially when I work, when I'm working, I'm very focused. I'm not, like, extremely friendly. Um, yeah, it's hard when you're at work. I mean, like, here, we have all the time in the world with you guys. But at work, <laughs> it's hard. Like, you yeah. have to balance yeah. your time. And be like, hi, thanks, bye. Yeah. So, yeah, we were in the washroom. She's like, oh, over there. She's like, you're, like, they're so nice. I'm like, thank God I <laughs> yeah. did it. I got, I got uh, good Danica. <laughs> that one. And then uh, it was very sweet. So I showed it to her. That was very nice meeting you. That was, like, I want to say in November. And then um, I was at Buddy's birthday party, also in November. And um, I we went to the club afterwards that we work at um, for drinks. And a girl came up with her friend at the club. And she was like, I love your podcast. I'm obsessed. I constantly tell everyone about it. I'm from Victoria. And everyone there loves you. <laughs> And I was like, okay, it's probably just you and your friend. Yeah. But that's very sweet. Victoria. And then. The city. And, and she was lovely. And she came to the table and said hi and whatever. And then flash forward, you and I are booked for a gig. This was the, this the was boyfriend. The, yes. And we're, we're going to change. And a, a, one of the guys in the, in the gig walks up. We just got there. He goes, hey. He's like, um, it was like two weeks later. He's like, so it's going to sound really weird. But like, my girlfriend fucking loves you. And I was well, like. Oh, <laughs> like, have I seen her before the gig? Yeah. He's like, no, she, like, listens to your podcast, and she, like, met you at the club. I was like, oh, did she come to the club, like, two weeks ago? And I said her name. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, that's her. I was like, oh, yeah, she's so lovely. And then uh, and then we ended up doing dances with him, and he was like, and she's like, he's like, she, like, made, she was like, you have to give them money. You have yeah. to be really good you to them. you got to tip them good. Like- yeah, she is, like, doing everything you should do. Like, good on you, girl. And uh, we went for some dances with him. He was very polite, respectful, and uh, just, like, a lovely couple. It was cool to like meet them individually and they both were like so respectful and like very lovely and then um and i think i think i'm allowed to shout her out but maybe not so i might just put her in like the i'll tag her or something and something because yeah, i want to make sure it. i get allowed to, tight, to shout her out and then we had another lovely listener who came and visited us last week um at the club they reached out to me on instagram and were like i'm a big fan of the podcast i'd love to uh see you and riley if you're working this weekend and we were, so I told her, and she came in with her partner, and they were so fucking sweet, and I felt so bad because I was, like, quadruple booked that night, where I had, like, a half an hour time slot, but we had to go on stage at one point, yeah. and then I had, like, three of my other clients come in, so I had to be like, sorry, I just have to run and say hi to them, and, like, so, and tell them, like, I'll, I'll come see you later, and I felt bad that I, like, kept, like, leaving her, um, but they were super, super nice. They were from the States, and it was it was really nice to meet them, and she's like a fellow sex worker, which is like always nice. Like sex workers, summering sex workers, and her boyfriend was so like, this is her time to shine. Yeah, like she he, loves you guys. They were whatever. both super lovely, and yeah, that night was really hectic. We had like a couple things staggered, and then I don't know what happened, but like everything just fell on the last like hour, two hours yeah. of work, and it was very hectic. Um, but thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciated you. 
Um, we're sorry that we, you know, couldn't spend the entire night chatting with you guys. You are absolutely lovely, but thank you so much for coming in. Um, and when we, if we ever go down to Portland, we will hit you up, of course. Yes, we will return, return all the love and bring all the money yeah. to come uh, support you as well. It was very, it was very sweet. Um, yeah, usually I'm like very eagle focused on when I'm with someone, but I just that night I was just so like pulled in 500 Everybody different directions. I felt in. so bad. I yeah. was like, can you just like carry the team for us? Because I'm like, I have to go sh- show face to these like other customers really quick. Um, and then we were on stage, which was which was fun. Um, and then, so yes, shout out to everyone that listens to the podcast and like makes it a point to like come and say hi or like and like show their support. Like it, it's really sweet when you like yeah. meet you in person. Like I knew you from the podcast. I'm like, oh, dope. <laughs> That's very lovely. Appreciate that. Um, back to embarrassing men, though. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I did have a little story to like preface all of the lovely podcast listeners we had okay go off um so and this is kind of like an etiquette thing too there's been a couple new girls at the club lately who have been skirting around the etiquette rules Mm -hmm. so I was sitting with like a lovely customer of mine who I have talked about on the podcast before and he was bringing a friend in and asked if you would come and join us um and so I texted your ass to get in and you had, I was sitting at the table with these two, my two clients and you zoom past to go get changed. And in that time, somebody who I've never spoken to before, she's new, I've never even seen her before, comes and like plops her ass down and um, she wouldn't even look at me. So I couldn't even tell her like, hey, like these are my clients. Like she would not make eye contact with me. So obviously when you came and sat down, I introduced you to, um, you know, my client's friend and we went up and did some dances and I literally said to her I was like sorry babe like they came in for us and anyway she kind of had like a go at me in the change room for like about it and then one of our lovely um DJs was like I guess she was bitching to him about it after and he was she was like well he had never like my client's friend had never been in a strip club before so like I didn't know it was her like her client and he goes yeah, but they have a podcast, so sometimes people come in from the podcast to see them. And it was so mortifying. <laughs> like, this DJ is such, like, a supportive dad to us. He loves, like, he loves the podcast. Every, he shouts it out anytime he can. He tells everyone about it, like, and, and his support means the world to us. But it was just, like, such a such a dad moment to be like yeah. mm, people come in from the podcast that kind of big, that kind of big deal <laughs> I was like I don't know if you know but they're kind of a big deal <laughs> it was very cute uh, very wholesome and then later that night I got like a little drunk and I got up on stage again and I was like I can just see this girl like in the back corner being like watching me absolutely like Liddy on stage being like really this girl people come to see this girl <laughs> <laughs> and you know what they do <laughs> you know what we're fun so um and that's yeah that's hilarious i'm gonna next time he works i'll have to tell him our laundry list of I people know. That come to yeah see. he's right he is lovely dad's always right yeah. <laughs> yeah dad um okay so another story i was doing a dance <laughs> you, you were there as well actually this is like a, <laughs> and obviously and um my voice is very like you're very quiet. No, I'm getting. I think I'm getting sick. To be honest, I think I'm losing my voice a bit from too many late nights. Being a very hard worker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> what? It's like late nights. And I said I was working and low cam just actually just going on dates, but that's yeah. fine. <laughs> and you know what? Dating is work. <laughs> is work. I was gonna say it's hard. It's hard being single. Hot out there. It's hard. Yeah. Um. So. Um, I was dancing with this guy and we were talking about like being feet, a feet guy. I was like, oh, are you a feet guy? And he's like, yeah, like hey, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, what's your like favorite nail polish color? Without missing a beat, this man is like strawberry pink. <laughs> he's like thinking of actually, do, do you think he said that because you were here? I was probably wearing a wig. I don't know. I don't know what my hair, at least like, who knows what my hair is any given day of the week. Could I be. feel like you've just been rocking your natural recently and people have been loving it. Yeah, I guess it's a crowd blazer. Mm. Also, really, I like it makes you it. real easy to find when I'm trying to find you, by the way. When my mute friend is trying to find me. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking embarrassing. 
disgusting. So, so I was out with a guy the other night. <laughs> um, and we were talking about you, obviously. And he's like, you know what? Because I told you before, I was There's like. nothing better to talk about, honestly. I'm the best, I told you before, the best descriptive word for you, and for me when we're together, but mostly just you, is menace. <laughs> You're a fucking menace. People would agree. <laughs> and he was like going off. He's like, she's so weird. <laughs> Spot of the jump. Um, he's like, she's like an attractive girl, but she's so weird. <laughs> she's so weird. And I was like, honestly, that's I think part that, of the jump. I think that's why she can't be weird because she's like cute and little and attractive. If she was like this ogre, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> but it's like charming that she's like cute. I wasn't and weird. a very cute teenager, so I developed a personality. <laughs> yeah, which we all did. Like, <laughs> and then that's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was people like cute, it. So how right. one? <laughs> Keeps them entertained. <laughs> yeah, um, it was funny. He's like, yeah, he's like, she's really weird. <laughs> she's super. He was like, you're, you know, Rye is like super. She's like, she's an attractive girl. And I was like, yeah. And then I was um, like, <laughs> real weird though. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but also in your defense, he literally just jump truck ass <laughs> to come to table. <laughs> oh yeah, we were at a we were out after. <laughs> working a bit and I don't know what he did he must have like <laughs> leaned back to, <laughs> to like sit on the edge of this round table <laughs> and all of a sudden his eyes grow to like sauces you have to picture this he, man this is like a very attractive very tied up, up like neck down head down I guess tattoos yeah like very good looking guy and, and he's just like, like kind of like motion and he's very nice too falling into a booth <laughs> but the way he propped himself with his arms crossed where he was like gonna like cool stand yeah. against <laughs> him and then he just all of a sudden just went down and his eyes just got bigger and bigger <laughs> as he was going <laughs> yeah and the whole top of the table came off and this is and like so a busy strip club and where the like, table the, and the music had just ended on the stage <laughs> set. right so it was like deafeningly quiet and then all of a sudden it's like boom crash yeah it was him the champagne bottle and the tabletop on the ground and we got pictures <laughs> and then <laughs> you good no. the way i have made fun of him since then <laughs> i believe it but he's like always dropping things always falling and i'm like are you unwell clumsy he was trying to talk to me the other day and he like kept stuttering i was like are you having a stroke what's wrong with you Aww. that poor man he's, and then he's another example just like you you guys are so lucky you're trying to <laughs> he's got these debilitating flaws <laughs> flaws flaws <laughs> A little razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that um, was funny. And then, yeah. Okay. I mean, also, speaking of men breaking things. Oh God. We were at a gig <laughs> in this like hall. I guess you. Could oh, call that's it. my last one. I was gonna bring up. <laughs> I, it flows so well with men breaking things. Go off. It was a good segue. I'll gonna. I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll revamp I'll my schedule. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I know. I'm bouncing around too. <laughs> um. We were at a gig in this hall, and there was like not really any rooms for private dances and so there was kind of like a large bathroom it was not large it's, <laughs> it was a small bathroom <laughs> and there was no reason for there was a bathroom there. that had enough for two chairs that one, two no, one could chair. fit into it uncomfortably yeah. yeah and obviously we do everything together yeah so it's two guys and then us two going for like a dance and so i've and they had very very strong italian accents yes so i have one guy like wedged against this like sink in a chair and you're gonna was like well i'll just sit on the toilet and i was like in my head i was like this is gonna go badly like i already fucking obviously like lived close like he's not you know perched. (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think about that (laughs) imagine because we had to preface that with the yeah the lid was close close. he's using it as a seat all right (laughs) and we're doing a dance and this guy is like that i'm dancing for is speaking like only italian to me and he's just like chit-chatting and all of a sudden he just goes lasagna (laughs) yells lasagna so loud <laughs> i turn around i have no idea what he's saying and i just like i'm losing it your guys have gyrating on the toilet <laughs> snaps it the whole cover of the toilet and the toilet seat just like Breaks. cracks off <laughs> it was probably the it was just mayhem like you know i'm in that bathroom it's not all glitz and glamour kids <laughs> Sitting on broken toilet seats, <laughs> being yelled at in Italian. 
<laughs> oh, it was so funny. They oh, were yeah, actually yeah. a hoot, those two guys. They, they were like, were they were like young. They were young and good looking too, mm-hmm. but it was just it was so funny. <laughs> it was not a good setup. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, speaking of <laughs> attractive men and food, um, at another gig we worked there, I have like um, whipped cream with um, one of my shows and I'll like go and put it in people's mouths or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> I went up to this one guy who's very good looking and I was like, you, <laughs> like, obviously. So I go up to him and I go to spray in his mouth and he's like, move his mouth away. And he's like, and like shakes his head. I was like, no, baby, like, come here. <laughs> like, come doesn't tolerate. Come here, like, good looking man. And he's like, he like whispers to me, he's like, I'm diabetic. Oh. <laughs> you love a diabetic. There was, there's been two people who I found very attractive and have also happened to be diabetic. Oh my God. Do you think there's a correlation with like attractiveness and diabetes? Do you think I can smell their low blood sugar? <laughs> Ew, like a <laughs> hound dog. <laughs> Maybe. Like, literally, the yeah, two people. I was like, these are... Those are the both? only two people I know with diabetes. Are Very handsome men. <laughs> and they no, also both... I know one other guy with diabetes. Is he hot? The one you guys are all married to. Oh, the man and I'm he's good having with... an affair with. Yes, and he's good. We have an ongoing <laughs> joke in our friend group with her having an affair. Yes. And we, it's our lovely nutritionist. And me and he's two... He's also very our, good looking. Yeah, yeah. Me and two girlfriends were have been, like... Uh, on his program off and on and so we had a um family dinner. group chat about it yeah we yeah we t- like we went for dinner and stuff like he's a good friend of um our girlfriends um and so you had this joke that like we're all having an affair with him so now where it's like his many affairs is our like group, group chat. chat name minus me and then so yeah maybe um, you have a thing for diabetic men yeah because he's also very attractive mm. oh my god are we just, maybe are we just cracked a code <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, please, am I a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> please send in photos of hot diabetics. Oh God, Riley would cream herself. Um, <laughs> slide right off this chair. <laughs> um, so, uh, how many more stories do you have? I have two more. I have the DTD. DTD. Yes. You know, okay, no, okay. No, you know what this is—the guy Probably. with the cap that wouldn't take it off. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the ddd yeah yeah yeah. um i have one more about a guy uh and it's a wife and then i have one more about that guy that i had a dance for a dance with at the end of our very hectic night okay go off okay so i'll start with the guy um so i'm going around and i ask a group of guys if they want to dance it's like almost you know closing and um this guy buys him a his, his friend buys him a dance, and so I take him upstairs, and the guy hasn't tapped, and that's fine. Like, but I'm giving him this dance, and I turn around, and I, I give him this spiel. I'm like, you can't, like, can't touch, no mouth on me, etc. And I turn around, and this man, like, well, he, first of all, he's trying to, like, lick my boobs and stuff, and I'm like, no mouth on me, like, push him back away from me. And then I turn around, and he sticks his, like, face in my ass, <laughs> and I, like, turned around, and I was like, what the hell, dude? And he, like, points i was like no it was my forehead and i was like okay well no like you owe me a tip now because like that's super inappropriate yeah and so he's like looks in his wallet he's like i don't have any i don't have any money (laughs) and so i'm like that's fine like we can go down to that atm and i don't know if he's like putting in his pin wrong on purpose it's just saying like declined or like invalid um and he's like sorry and i'm like okay well we can ask your friends for a tip then he's like oh i I don't think so and i was like oh (laughs) i think so and I went and embarrassed him in front of all his friends. As you should. Yeah. As you should. Your turn. Do you have another one? No, you go. I'll, oh, I'll me? Yes. Okay. Are you telling the DTD story? Uh, no. Actually, I will throw in one before you do that. Okay. Speaking so of, like, men that are kind of embarrassing, um, usually, like, men will, which this is embarrassing enough to me, when men are like, oh, like, I wish I was single or, oh, like, fuck my girlfriend, like, that kind of thing. And, but this guy, we was like, I just started the dance, okay? And he mm-hmm. goes, and I haven't heard this like, exact phrasing before. He goes, you're making me want to get a divorce. Oh. And I was like, that, the best power, you don't. The power of the pussy. <laughs> the power of a single twirl in front of you. Like, I hadn't even done anything yet. I have a story that goes exactly like that. Um, I'm dancing with this guy and he's like, oh, I just don't really do this. Like, I have a beautiful girlfriend at home. And I was like, that's really great. His friend had bought him a dance. I was like, well, I appreciate you like coming up and you know, having this dance regardless because I hate it when guys are like, no, I can't, and then you're ruining my money now. Um, and so I start the dance, and he goes, do you want to go for dinner? And I go, what happened to your beautiful girlfriend at home? And mm. he goes, well, it's on the rocks. 
She's beautiful, but rocky. Yeah. <laughs> the relationship's rocky at best. I was like, what the hell? Men are yeah, so truly the power of nary a twirl. <laughs> nary a twirl. Uh, you, I'll, I'll end on one so you can go ahead. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. So you were dancing for, I'm going to tell your story, basically. Oh, please do. Uh, you were dancing for a guy and this guy had like a cap on. And so you went to take it off and he kind of like brushed you off to like keep it on. And I was probably because he was balding. Of course. We know exactly yeah. what it is for. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Like you do, you shiny hand, <laughs> Mr. Clean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was like, um, I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, kind of like looked at him like quizzically. Like, yeah. Kind of like, I know it's because you're bald, but I'm going to make you say it. <laughs> you know, I get a little like kicks where I can. And then uh, he's like, he's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of like famous. And like, I don't, I don't want people recognizing me. And I was like, oh, I was like, would I know you from anything? He's like, oh, I don't know. Like, probably. I was like, I just like stared at him and I was like, do I know you from the news? And he was like, um, because he like thought it was maybe like complimentary. And I was like, yeah, didn't you like touch people? And I was like, aren't you like the downtown diddler? <laughs> no, you were like, aren't you a, like the diddler? And then that's when I pop up and I, yes, and. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what was it? The downtown diddler? <laughs> Oh, what a who it was. And then we had the whole night. We just would not let that no. go. We're like, oh, diddler's here. <laughs> DDD. Keep, away, keep away from the diddler. The DDD. <laughs> and he was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. you shouldn't give me the opening. You should just take your fucking hat off when I asked you to. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> you know, we went to that one improv show, and now <laughs> we really think we're really we're skilled. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. What else you got for me? Um, I think that's mostly it on my side. Oh. Yeah, I think that's mostly it. All right. Well, then we'll end on one good story. Yeah, please. <laughs> a palate cleanser, if you will. Yeah. Um, I had a gentleman, and I had such a lovely night with him. He came to the club and then went to his place, and we just, like, ate food and, like, just, mm. like, he just we, he just drank and I hung out with his dogs pretty much. And then you were still out and about. And I was like, he had known you before too. And I said, oh, do you want Riley to join us? He's like, yeah, for sure. So you came out with us. And we end up ending the night just in front of a fireplace. And like you are in one big chair. I'm in one big chair. One dog is like draped across your body napping with you. One big dog is draped across me. And he's just like drinking kind of like kind of talking to himself we're kind of like falling in and out of sleep like he had this it was gorgeous, the best r- real wood fireplace yeah it's gorgeous and this place and this, and is, this, like, like, di- this is like winter time like, yeah and perfect. there's like two massive armchairs like gorgeous leather armchairs and the most cuddly dog so i was like this is actually dream. my dream gig we're yeah. taking turns sleeping because always be aware and it was like it was like late at that point yeah i'd, I'd been with him for hours so i was yeah. like falling asleep and honestly he was like a good looking and like very very sweet guy yeah and funny like i like generally loved his company so it was like the best of thing like you're playing with dogs you're spy a fireplace you're getting some naps and yeah. you're with your best friend you and you're drinks, with like a good looking like... nice guy yeah it was like 10 out of 10 would recommend yeah he's making us margaritas <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was a really fucking lovely night um all right Moving on before we run out of too much time I here because so much to catch up on. Um, some listener emails, messages. Someone sent me a post from the Dancers Resource. Shout out. It says it's a picture of a um, like a poster put up in a change room. And it says effective immediately entertainers are no longer allowed to come into the club with customers on their time off. And then she says dying to know the backstory. She goes, I know. I know you've talked about going into the club on days off, and I have too, so this is wild. And then I was wondering your, like, thoughts on that. Dancers not allowed yeah. to come Well, I mean, time obviously off. I know the reason. is because if you're getting paid to hang out with a customer and the club's not getting their cut, that's – surely that's what it is. Like, if they don't want you coming into the club with a customer because then, like, they know you're getting paid, obviously – but if you're working, but, but at you're least they... it regardless. I know, but like... So you think if you're coming to the club, like, I never bring a customer to the club, but even if you're coming to the club, the club's still making money because you guys are buying drinks. I know, but like, obviously, it's never enough, right? Like, they want you to come in and sell hours with this guy if you're going to be there for hours in the club anyway. 
Yeah. I mean, I would think, like, our club's very good about that. Like, they're happy to have you come with on your time off with customers because they know, like, you're going to get them to buy dance with other girls and they're going to, like, and go with the girls too. So it's double money and you're going to, like, get them to buy drinks in their club. They're still bringing patients. For sure. Actually. But like, those are the clubs that don't mind if you do it. The ones that do mind, I can almost guarantee that they just, like, want to get a piece of the pie. Oh, I, I totally understand why they're doing Why they're not doing it, but I also know it's, like, completely logical. Yeah. Because, like, you're still, it's still a, a uh, an ass in that seat that's gonna buy drinks not, know. unless they're like bringing their own food and drinks too and yeah. just like, <laughs> like having Uber Eats like sneaking in popcorn like yeah I mean me and my client do that but I'm on chef when I do that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy I can't see our club doing our club like no it's like wants to make the most money absolutely um and it's and then, yeah it, it's it's not logical because yeah you're right you could just go to a different club and do that then yeah but I I'm I just it's because I want to pick a piece of the pie I'm sure of it yeah, definitely. Uh, another email here was regarding episode 147 with Madam Bella Cummins. Cummings? Cummins? Um, she, Bella, is fascinating with the stories. I partied in her brothel in 2008. Great place. Small but quaint. With, a, what a, with beautiful women. She's fantastic. Hope to return one day. Have a great 2023 and beyond. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So that's fun to hear for this one. I had experienced her, her uh, brothel back in 2008. Mm-hmm. Another... Email here, listener question. Hi, Danica and Riley. First off, I love the podcast and you two as hosts. I've been meaning to write in the question for a while now. TMI, I started listening to this podcast when I was a freshman in college, a little baby at 18, and now I'm working my first big girl job at 23. Oh my God, have we been on that long? That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your horror mouth. <laughs> yeah. Still feeling like a baby though. So I feel like you join me in my, in my path as a sex positive independent queen. Love that. This isn't really a question. I just wanted to write in and say hi. <laughs> bamboozled (laughs) okay hello as i sit in my office and listen to more podcasts i'm finding myself listening to all the past episodes all over again i hope you ladies take care and continue making more episodes your favorite square diana p.s if you ever decide to this on the pod feel free to use my name so hi diana Diana. i'm glad we could be a part of your five six five five year journey through um Uh, how dare you come on this podcast and age us (laughs) yeah weird that we're not getting older (laughs) Um, that, that's awesome. Thank you for listening. And, um, we will keep making episodes. So enjoy season seven. The, um, next one here is actually from a friend of ours in the club. She, uh, group chatted us. And she goes, okay, babes, I have a serious question I need some expertise slash advice on. I have an Instagram crush on this gorgeous, uh, farmer in blank. Tall, dark, chiseled jaw, TikTok influencer for about two years. I recently put two and two together and that found out that his father is one of my favorite regulars at the club. A lovely guy who always tips multiple dances, etc. I see the father one to two, one to three times per month. He knows me well and is just a gem of a guy. I'm manifesting an introduction slash to be set up with his son. If I share it with his IG with you, you'll understand why. And she showed me and he is very yeah. handsome. Um, if you could give me any advice on guidance on how to navigate this, I'd be so grateful. Also, if you want me to use this on the podcast as fodder, as an on-on story, happy to keep you updated. It's incredibly ridiculous and hilarious. Um, yeah. I think that we need to do our own version of Farmer Wants a Wife. <laughs> Farmer Wants a Wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you bridge the gap between the dad being your regular. And I know this regular too. He's very lovely. But like I – how do you broach like – so your son. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I he is good looking. This guy. She showed me the he picture is. of the of the of the farmer farmer son, and he's good looking. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. No, because how can you? I mean, if you're only seeing him once a month, maybe if I've only seen the guy once a month, he's not that much of a regular. If he's nice enough, it clearly you're not making that much money unless he's giving you like ten k. Every time you see him, which I doubt it, you're maybe at best making, what, 2K off him a month? I mean, look, is it worth losing this regular to perhaps gain a husband? Yes, do it. <laughs> I'm here for it. How, though? <laughs> I'm not sure. If you guys have I, any advice of yeah. how to meet a regular son. How to convince a regular to, to betroth <laughs> you to his son. Sit you up with his son. I, um, that would be the, I, I, I can just it, imagine just the comments. wedding is going to be so awkward. Fun. Love it. Invite us. <laughs> a thousand we'll do a live stream. Yeah. Um, I would just probably constantly mention how, like, I'm single and, like, oh, I'd love to meet a 
guy nice soon. Man. A nice farmer one day. <laughs> <laughs> I love being outdoors and in nature, and it's my Harvesting dream food. to live on the farm. <laughs> yeah, I would honestly just mention that I'm single and like guys here, guys in Vancouver, blah blah blah, because this guy isn't from Vancouver, yeah. so that's convenient. And then I just be like, yeah, I'd love to meet. Like this is my type. Like if you have anyone, like <laughs> I would just make a joke like yeah. that. And then if he puts his son forward. There you go. Um, I or you could even go about it the other way and just DM the son. And then play very stupid if it ever comes back to you. Like, oh, that was my son. You yeah. get it. I'd be like, oh, my God, what? Yeah, I know you guys are both extremely good looking. But, like, <laughs> I did not put that together. That's what I would do. Um, yeah. I was going to say something else, but I conflict. And away it went. Yeah, I think you have uh, – on uh, option oh. one, do nothing. Option two – Do everything. Kind of like do the most. No. Uh, you know, hint at the, hus- uh, the husband. <laughs> son? The your, husband's father. Your husband. <laughs> Hint at the dad that or your your customer that uh, yeah you're single you'd love to meet someone blah blah do you jokingly say do you have any like references or anyone you like, want to set me up with yeah and and then, or third just go directly to the son and pretend like you obviously don't know the dad and to the dad pretend like you don't know the son yeah and do a little parent trap or whatever it's called um I've been I've spoken to her actually recent like more recently than she sent this message and she said that uh, she's really playing up the like good girl. Wholesome <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, love it. Love to see it. Well, if it's the wedding, because hot guys have hot friends. So. Facts. <laughs> um, and the last question here, this actually comes from a gentleman that I met at the club. And we just had like a really good chat. And um, we were talking about like books and stuff. And we were talking about like relationships, whenever he was like, you know, you seem very like self-aware like at your age like how did you get like that I was like honestly I just like I think I was just, like kind of raised that way but also I, I read a lot so he messaged me said hey last night was fun I really enjoyed talking with you you were mentioning a few books that were helpful with your self-reflection journey do you remember any that you'd recommend so I sent him this list um thought it might benefit if other listeners are curious so my suggestions would be what makes love laugh last by Dr. John Gottman uh maybe you should talk to someone by Laurie Gottlieb which is a psychologist who shares her or therapist who shares her interactions with other clients. It's I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Chemistry Between Us by Brian Alexander and Larry Young, which is one of my favorite books. Uh, lots of psychological slash science studies about how humans and animals behave. Uh, this is How Your Marriage Ends by Matthew Frey, attached by Amir Levine, and Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton, which is more of like a comedy agony ant style book, but Dolly Alderton writes hilarious relatable book so those would be my kind of my top six ones mm-hmm. that I I would read um I have two that I've read that I will recommend and then a couple that I haven't read that I'm planning on reading so I mean as far as like books go that are like self-help or relationship I cannot uh recommend thriving in sex work by Lola Davina enough mm. I think that like that is a very healing book for the relationship mm. with yourself yeah. yeah um and the relationship with the industry and then also poly secure by Jessica Fern was really good it was actually recommended to me by my therapist um it talks about the attachment styles mm-hmm. um but also with um multiple relationships not just with one primary relationship so that could be you know between you and another partner you and a really good friend you and a client like your both of your parents like it just kind of expands the idea of attachment theory um to like multiple people at once mm-hmm. um and then a bunch to read uh i really love esther Perel. so both of her books mating in captivity uh unlocking mm-hmm. erotic intelligence and state of affairs rethinking infidelity are supposed to be really good they're very high on me have list. you ever read mating in captivity no i haven't oh, yet that's very good and she also has on audible um a bunch of um like it's almost like a podcast it's a bunch mm. of like hour long ones all for free and it's called uh where do i begin mm, or where do i start let me have a look um but i've downloaded yeah wh- where should we begin mm. um and I, it's about like uh, a bunch of her clients from like therapy and stuff and them telling their stories um and then also unfuck your intimacy by dr faith harper is on my list mm. well there you go lots for you to read this year Indeed, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back for our next uh, book club meeting in two weeks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, that is it for this first episode of season seven. Should we 
do the poll? Sit up the poll? Yeah, sit up the poll. Sit up the poll. Um, we, I mean, if you've been on internet, the internet at anywhere in the last uh, two months, you've been hearing about girl math and boy math. <laughs> um, we want to know about your stripper math. So, you know, a couple of examples that we've done, like we have our um, all American money when we get tipped is just counted one for one as Canadian money. Um, mm. Also, I don't count $10 bills because they're so, like I, you don't get them very often. It's just 20s and 5s. So $10 bills, I don't count as anything that I've made. They just go into my like fun money. Um, yeah. So things like that. What is your, what's your strip of math? We want to know. Yeah, I'll put a poll up on. Yeah, I'll put a pull up on the Instagram story and you guys can let us know your idea of your version of stripper math. Yes. All right. So keep an eye out on that. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod. That's five zero plus a tip pod. Or email at 50 plus a tip at gmail.com. Slide the DMs or email us with any questions, comments. We love getting them. Come visit us in person or tell us how much of a fan you are. I don't <laughs> love know if people too. know, but we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> so embarrassing. So, uh, we love you, though. Yeah. DJ. And on that note, forget what she just said. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us. <laughs> Make can, us a big deal. <laughs> you can find us on... Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. And lastly, and for the start of Season 7, have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. Bye. Goodbye. 50 Plus a Tip is brought to you by some amazing sponsors. Studio X is a boutique adult production company that creates premium erotic photography, video, and content. They produce unique, custom, high-quality work that will generate you with more clients, fans, and subscribers. Studio X prides themselves in creating a safe, sexy, and fun luxury service experience unlike any other. Studio X wants their work to remain special, unique, and high quality. Therefore, they only offer a very limited amount of shoots each month. They focus their energy on you and provide you with the most professional service and best experience possible. They prioritize those that work in the entertainment industry, performance, adult, and sex work community. Listeners of 50 Plus a Tip get $100 off their shoot with Studio X, as well as a Polaroid add-on valued at $150. Just mention 50 Plus a Tip. Model Express in Vancouver is the ultimate destination for sexy and affordable lingerie, dancewear, and exotic high heels. Visit modelexpress.ca for all of your sexy style essentials. For our listeners, use code 50 plus a tip for 10% off all pleaser shoes online. That's 10% off for all pleasers online only at modelexpress.ca. Intimo is a local sex shop that celebrates our industry in a spicy and empowering way. Proudly representing many sex workers in queer-owned businesses, community, and education is at the heart of what they do. With over 300 hot sex toys available online, their collection is curated intentionally to help you find what you're looking for so that you can have an affirming experience in the bedroom. They even make their own plant-based pleasure products, so make sure you try out our favorite one, Smooth Operator, their hyaluronic acid water-based lube. Use promo code 50 plus a tip for 10% off your online orders. Whether you're shopping from the comfort of your own home or visiting their adorable storefront in the heart of Victoria, they've got a little something special for you. Did we mention they're also sex worker owned and operated? Check them out online at intimopleasureboutique.com and remember to use your promo code 50 plus a tip. That's five zero plus a tip. We'd love to shout out our sponsor, Levian Lash, for bringing our lashes to life. At Levian Lash, you'll be in great hands with Liz. With over six years of experience, Liz can create any set of lashes you desire, from natural classics to the most dramatic mega volumes you could ever imagine. If extensions aren't your thing, you can opt for that clean girl aesthetic with lash lifts and brow laminations too. Find some time to schedule some much-needed self-care with Levian Lash. You'll receive $25 off your first visit for any service of your choice with code 50 plus a tip.